Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Do you think we fucked up by not having Tenacious D on the list? I was thinking about it. Dog. They wrote the greatest song in the world. They got a TV show. They got yeah. a movie. They're in a band. They did a musical production of their movie for Broadway. They're still yeah. writing songs. And... The- I mean, do we fuck up? Or and also, they hang out with Dave Grohl question, all the time. That's so cool, isn't like, it? Like, that's on the list of celebrities you'd actually want to hang out with. Like, for real, legit, right. just vibe with. Dave Grohl's got to be at the top. Got to be. Close to number, like, easily top three. If he's, not, I think he's my number one that I would actually like to hang out with, like, be friends with. Well, and I think, like, having watched, if you have not seen, for the view, for the listeners out there, and now, Cody, I don't know if you've seen it either, but. The hot ones with Dave Grohl. I'm not where he he gets Sean so drunk because he just he brings some alcohol and basically just makes he they said it had a special name. But what it was was basically a shot of Jack with like a floater of Coke. Okay, yeah, yeah, like Dr. And like they had a name for it. I was like, no, that's just numb the pain a little bit. That's (laughs) all that is. Did he make him do one for every wing? They were like, we'll do it like every 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 few wings. By the end, they like do like two shots before they take a wing. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I love it. And Sean is just the consummate, like, like, I mean, his biggest role is like, I go with you. Wherever you're at in this process, I want to be as close to that as I can. For Dave Grohl, you know, but it's like, dog, you you don't don't drink dude, with rock stars. Don't I would go. I would love to drink with rock stars. Oh, I've been training my whole life for this. This is what I bring to the table. I'm not good at Nick, Nick, real talk. <laughs> I'm not good at a lot of things. <laughs> But I am good at partying. Yeah. I can party with the best of them. But I think what that what that hot one showed me, Dave Grohl knows, A, he knows who he is. Like Dave Grohl is very aware that you were in the presence of Dave Grohl and that all the weight that that carries. So he's just like, let's just get silly drunk and have some fun. Like, let's not, hey, let's not worry about that I'm Dave Grohl, the drummer for Nirvana, mm-hmm. the lead singer and main like artist in Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. And also the, the devil, devil. The tenacious D. Do you think you're going off on this tangent because you're afraid to admit that Kyle and Jack might have a friendship as strong as ours? Dog, they they fought the devil. Like they fought I, the I, devil. I yeah, I know. We have yet not. I'm not saying that you and I couldn't go toe to toe with the devil and come up with a song that proves to him that we wrote the best song in the world or the best sketch or whatever. Well, here's we had the problem. To do. No, this is the problem we I would have. And if we get in a fight with the devil. You bring nothing to the table. You bring you absolutely no. I, I was in an improv band. I know how to sing. I know how to play guitar. I have, what do you bring to the table if we have to fight the devil in a rock off? I may be largely known as maybe one of the greatest karaoke artists to ever, ever grace the stage. No, no. What no, I and- bring from a standpoint of just true, a true front man. No, I cut Nick. I understand I, that, but what I'm saying is the karaoke field is a way different playing field than step into the devil with an original song. He has a whole devil band. They pop out. They're playing bass. They're slapping it. Rub, and when he throws us a couple of guitars and we have to go, you got nothing, dude. That's why I I would throw the guitar down. First off, that's a dope move. Like fuck, I don't need your guitar, and I'd break it. That's cool right away. Okay, smash the guitar. Knows. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. He's cool, already like, like, oh wow. 
Then I pull out from my back pocket golden microphone that I always keep Absolutely. on my person. Oh, he you does, know that. It's true does. Actually, it's in the inside pocket of his vest with the eagle on the back. Yeah. Golden microphone. Golden microphone. And here's, Cody, look at it this way. I'm just going to play like four chords. That's all you fine. need. I know what you need. That's fine. I need. I just need something that I can strut to, headbang to. Okay. And then- This is important. So I think I would- headbang. I would hit, I think what I would try to do is just basically like a really good Pearl Jam where- Okay, Eddie Vedder. Yeah, I got it. Got yeah, like it. a good Eddie Vedder where like, like a song like, like Yellow Lead like Better, right? Where it's yeah. just as, or like Even Flow, where it's like, Even cause the world Like, and you're not saying words, but you're, you're but there's emotion. Here's the problem. Okay. pouring out of you. I think now that you, now we bring it up, I'm glad I got you in the right headspace. That was a test. You passed. I know I could count on you. I still think we might lose to Jack Black and Kyle Guest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's one so, of those things where I don't, I, it's probably for the best then that they weren't in here because it would just make us feel small. Yeah. Whereas this list, I feel comparable to. I feel like our shared story would mm -hmm. fit in very well with this group. And why don't we talk about this group, Cody? Absolutely. Here we are in the final four, where we have the eight seed Buzz and Woody, the winners of Group A from Toy Story, going up against the champions of Group B, JD and Turk from Scrubs. On the other side, we have the Group C champion, Abby and Alana from Broad City, going up against the Group D champion, Sean and Gus from Psych. Cody, where do you want to start? Everyone says Woody is the most loyal and amazing person, right? Everyone loves Woody. His He's just like a great friend, a true friend. It's the one thing Andy says before he hands him away. He's like, this yeah. will be the most, the best friend you'll ever, like he will never leave your, he will never leave your side is the word he said. Now, Cody, what does Woody do almost all, all the, the time? time. <laughs> leave your side. I was just about to bring it up. This motherfucker in the movie, Toy Story 3, spoiler alert, coming in hot. He is like, First thing he does is try to keep everyone together. And then when they're like, no, we're staying in here. He's like, fine, fuck y'all, I'm out, leave. Yeah. Then he hears, then he's like, fuck y'all, I'm back. He shows yeah. up again. And then he's like, fuck you guys, I'm out again. He goes to leave, comes yeah. back again. And then they're like, oh, we're all gonna die. And all of a sudden when everyone's gonna die, it's really sweet. He's like, well, I guess I've been here since day one. It's like, Doug, you yeah. were ready to jump ship yeah. so many times. You know, that whole scene with them is after, like, I remember the first time I saw Toy Story 3 and like sobbed like it was like it was the perfect time for me right I had just graduated high school I was literally Andy's age right so like I knew that feeling of giving you know having to give up some of these child things only you know and like, like I'm going off to college now watching that scene was so affecting now watching it almost you know well now 13 years later yeah we're all the whole now. time I'm just watching Woody and I'm like I feel like the only look I see in Woody's eyes is like, God, I should have not come back, huh? Man, I really done <laughs> fucked up, huh? I really, I could have left these suckers for dead. And yet here I am stuck maybe getting- He did give up a college education for his friends though. I, to Woody's credit though, great choice for him because he was about <laughs> to see Andy do some shit that he's like, was not prepared to right, watch Andy not do. Not prepared to watch Andy do. Also, I think it's better idea Woody Woody didn't go because if he goes to college, he's, I guarantee you, he's on Andy's desk for two days before his roommate's like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? I'm right. going to get drunk. <laughs> like, okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're like, they like, they push him aside so they can like snort Adderall off the table. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like That's a, bringing a Woody action figure to your first day of college is a quick way to get the name cowboy for the rest of your life. Okay. And do you want that? I, yeah, kind of. That's not the worst one of all the nicknames. Cowpoke, it's, maybe. Hey, no, it's a great 
it's a great nickname until the first girl you're flirting with in college asks how you got it and your roommate hears. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to tell I the know. truth. I'm trying to think like, I, I man, yeah, none of us. No one in college had, because you're right. There is, unfortunately, unfor- it, we, I wish we lived in a better world. And maybe the kids today get to, but certainly not when Andy went to college and certainly not when we did. Could you mm-hmm. just have your favorite toy? No, unless it was like a, it had to be a radical Ninja Turtle or some shit. I mean, it had that, to. Uh, but even then you are, that's tough. Right. You're, 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 you're trying to skate uphill at this point. Like why? Like, just don't do, just yeah. don't bring it. College just, is already hard enough. How much money do you think Andy spent though on eBay rebuying all of those toys from his childhood though? Cause you know, Oh, yeah, man we, who, see, we see in Toy Story 2 how much Woody's worth. Yeah. That so one guy goes a, fucking crazy trying to get him. Right. I mean, as someone who currently right behind him, as Cody can see, I have a Megazord that that at the time was valued at 350 bucks because it had stickers unused, had the original sticker pack. I don't I do not know how much I'm guessing it was 350, but I think my mom said it's like, yeah, you can go up a little bit. So like so. <laughs> As someone who did go back for their toys as an adult, yeah. I am like, I just watch that now, watch him give them away. And I'm like, oh, you, it, you're going to want them back. If you held on to your toys up until the age of 17, like even if they were just in a bin, you know, you're tied to them. So now, yeah, yeah. He's, he's looking up Woody toys. Dude, I'm so glad I'm not sentimental because I would be going back trying to find toys like crazy. But I, I'd be the, I couldn't do Toy Story. I couldn't be the main character because like Woody's gone. Like, All right. Dude, they kind of do though. Like the amount, <laughs> every time that like they make, like they always make a. It's sad when like one, like mostly Woody. It's it's all it, never mind. It's always Woody. Or like, well, Barbie. When Barbie's like, "Peace, I'm going with Ken." They're like, "Get out of here, girly. Get, Go on with your get bad on, self. get out of here." <laughs> you know. And then like, I think all of this to say, I really thought Buzz and Woody had a much stronger bond. And I think what it comes down to is the song, You Got a Friend in Me. Yes, the song As, is powerful. Because watching it, they're more heavy. like co-workers. That's, that's exactly how I ended up feeling. Buzz and Woody, yeah. I think they're like, were like two really, CEOs of a company that are working together. I think, and we've talked about this before, no matter the job, actually, I think it's even, I think they're more even lower level. Cause I think they're almost like store managers at like a target. Like, you know, oh, yeah, you're like, you always have like, these are some of the people weirdly enough, you are like the closest to, but the second you leave that job, never see them again. You've told them your deepest, darkest. They know stuff about you that you're like, I would kill anyone if they leave. Yeah, that exactly. Trip. But I'll but, never call them again. But you walked away. You're done. You, and that happens Every every Toy Story movie, except for the first one, is literally about the splitting up of everyone and it just being like, eh, I guess this is life now. Nick. Like, ah, well, Buzz is gone. He's going to go try to figure out what being a, what it means to be Buzz Lightyear. Uh, we don't have time for that shit. What do you, we got to go. Are, are Superstore and Toy Story the same thing? Ah, interesting. I, as I'm thinking about it, they have a lot of similarities. This yeah. is a different conversation we'll have to have because I think it'll go, it'll consume the whole show. But right. do mill that around and I will talk to you off air about it. <laughs> Superstore, great show, by the way. I'm, we're rewatching. Yeah, great. I've already, I had seen it once and now I'm rewatching it with Kellyanne. But yes, I do think it's that perfect example of like, you guys are just best, like you guys are just really close coworkers and like, and probably even coworkers that I think grab a beer afterwards. Like, yeah, like 
But when it comes down to like, you never, every time you're like, hey, what do you got going on this weekend? You never ask it with the intention of seeing them. No, exactly. Anytime my phone rings and I see old coworkers that I used to love, Rich is a great example. I'm like, oh, it's Rich. What does he want? I call him. It's always a reference. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, hey, how's yeah, it going? No. Yeah, catch up a little bit. Oh, do you want to get a beer? No, dude, I need a reference. Yeah. Oh, oh right, that's right. Okay. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it just is like one of those things where, yeah, you're like, oh, I, man, I really thought we were like homie homies. And then it's no, like, dude, oh, no, I we don't were think just the case. We were just spending all of our, like the majority of our time together that wasn't our, you know, our free time. And I just think that's what it comes down to at the end. I was very, the fact that they're a final four too. I wish I just, I feel bad because I feel like there maybe were other, other ones that could have moved further had we have solved this riddle, but I'm glad we Well, did. I think it's important we do because we're doing, people are out here thinking Buzz and Woody are the end all be all friendships. Buzz and Woody, and I mean. And I'm telling you, yeah. that's not even that good of a friendship. It's really not. At no point are you like these two really like get each other are like on each other's level trying to like once again better like when it's like they're trying to better each other it's like no he's literally trying to make sure that buzz switches i think it's like michael michael jordan and scotty pippen are a good example yes they were on a team together and they were great but they hate each other yeah they don't (laughs) like given some time apart they're like nah man i mean my (laughs) sorry it just anytime i hear michael jordan scotty pippen i cannot forget the fact that michael jordan's son did hook up with scotty pippen's wife (laughs) Like recently, like in in more modern times, but nonetheless, like how, like that is the one thing you would think like you, like, even if you don't like someone, you'd be like, Hey man, I saw, you know, Scotty Pippen's wife, you know, blowing up your comments, giving you a bunch of likes on Instagram. I'm going to tell you man to man right now is my son. You can't do that. There's just (laughs) some things there are. So I have enough respect for this man to tell you, do not do this. Me and him have, we share six rings. We got six rings together. <laughs> Michael Jordan doesn't care at all. He's like, fuck Johnny Pippen. Fuck your kids, dude. Fuck your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, go. Right. Get out of there, kid. I think we got to leave Lock and JD and Turk. They, yeah. They've been through it, and it's a lifetime of friendship that nothing is taken apart. Children, women, jobs. Everything. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Um, I'm totally with you. Uh, yeah. Let's move JD and Turk on, and we'll and we'll obviously discuss them more uh, when they go up against either Abby and Alana or Sean and Gus from Psych. Now, I am curious, Cody. What What did you think of Psych? Like when you I, you said you got to. I know we talked a little bit. You said you did your research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a couple episodes. I we Catherine is my consummate research partner. She looked up some ones that had their relationship in full focus. You're- so we watched those, and I liked the show. It was my first time watching the show. Thought it was a good time. I like Sean and Gus's dynamic. They're very funny. I also like that they've been friends since the dawn of time. Yes. <laughs> they were born holding each other's hand. That's awesome. How cute is that? But I forgot I feel, that. I never like, seen I didn't see the origin of Abby and Alana, but I feel like they've been friends for a long time too. It feels I mean they definitely and I'm sure it's somewhere. I like I said I watched I mean I did my read, but I didn't like go straight from like the beginning or anything. So I'm sure it's explained. It feels very college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to me, I don't they don't have high school friend energy. They have like college friend energy like that's where they yeah. started from, you don't you know? call your friend from high school on the phone while you're having sex with a man no 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 but your friend from college that's one that's different because that's usually they're the one who got to kind of see you in your sexual prime anyway mm-hmm. you know whereas like your high school best friend they know you for all the things that like built you and made you now your college friends got to see kind of the finished product and see where that's going to mold and go off to. And also all the sex that you have. Yeah, all the sex. These two are such bad influences on each other. All the time. They can't make a right decision. And is that 
sign that they're not great friends because they're not looking out for each other. I, okay, I I, I don't disagree. They're, they have a good friendship and the show's great, but I'm trying Wait. to figure out like, what exactly is it? I guess I, it's not that I feel like they actively put each other in bad. Well, that's not true either. I think it's the level of just support for. So, I think they're too ride or die. <laughs> Maybe they're too yeah, good of friends. To a fault. Like, yeah, there isn't, there isn't that like, even with like, even in the earlier seasons when you're like, oh, maybe Abby's kind of the one who has it more together over Alana. Not like, and then all of a sudden Abby like is fully falls apart all the time. You're like, oh, mm. nope, never mind. But like, they're always right there for each other. Now, yes. the suggestions that they make aren't always what, like you said, the most productive, you know, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't use recreational drugs or recreational men to get through all of our problems. But at the same time, I think one thing that I looked at or kind of considered was like, by the end of the show, because I watched the very last, because I hadn't seen the, I hadn't really seen much of the last season. I wanted to see where it ended. Like, how do these women end the journey, right? I will say, for the most part, pretty much where they started. It is, um, they are within, in the very last episode, they do Molly together while they're trying to go to a Lil Wayne concert. So that, you're like, oh, yeah. so we didn't, we didn't learn too much. But, <laughs> and like literally, but like to the, to the writer's credit, like Abby gets dumped because she's so immature. Like they're like, she's dating a woman and the woman's just like, hey, I'm a, like a doctor. Like I, I like go do jujitsu. I have hobbies. What do you do besides shenanigans? That's literally like what she said. Yeah. And so it does. So I guess that's why I'm kind of with you. Or I'm wondering. I can't that, tell if I love, like, I can't tell if it's a pro or con that they're so right or not. I will say this once, relationship is the most toxic in a in a loving way that i not even toxic their friendship is so hard to describe i think it would be one of those like if like let's say you ended up dating one of them right i think what would be hard is like you know that there's no secrets there's no like that's gonna be like they will be joining you on dates that you didn't know about until you both are at until you're at the restaurant and all of a sudden like if you're dating abby all of a sudden like alana just like pops in and it's just like oh yeah, I just told her that we were, you know, she was in the neighborhood, so I just invited her over. And you're like, okay. It's a lot, yeah. It's, I mean, it's fine. No, she's great. I love her, you know? I feel like Sean and Gus have this very similar energy minus the drugs, though. <laughs> They're also <laughs> just, that it's codependency. This is not friendships. Neither one of these are friendships. These are completely codependent relationships that fall apart as soon as the other ones, not as soon as, not even they're not involved, as soon as they're out of earshot. Once they can no longer hear each other, both of these friendships fall completely apart. What I'll say to that though, is it feels like what that mean is that they're both kind of two sticks, right? That are, that prop (laughs) each other up. That like do need each other to stand tall because you're hundred percent right. The second any four of these characters have an individual moment, they make dumber decisions than the ones that they make when they're together with the person. Yeah. So to some extent, I'm like, no, you may like like you said, it is a codependency though. It's like, no, you do need each other because even though they will actively support your bad decision, at least they have your back and will follow you into the fires. Yeah, you know, you're like gonna, your, your decision making skills are so poor and abhorrent that you need a tag team partner to ride with you through them. Right. Otherwise, you will find yourself dead. Like you need I think, that. Yes, I think, especially in Abby and Alana's case, I think they both would be dead without the other. Oh, 100. If they didn't have that that person that they could call that was like understands like what like there's only so many yeah. times that your friends can call you because they're too they're too coked out 
to like figure out where they're at, you know, or like just too drunk or too whatever that you're like, dude, I can't, I can't keep coming and picking you up from the bar just cause you got, cause you, I had a friend in college that called me and I had, I searched, it was three in the morning that they called me just mumbling very sad thoughts and they couldn't, didn't know where they were. I woke up and I spent over two hours driving around Vermillion looking for them. Yeah. That's a lot. I don't like that. <laughs> don't right. do that. And don't do that to your friend. And you can do, and you know, but you did it right. But at what yeah. point are you like, dude, I, I just don't know if I can hang out with you anymore, man. If these are the type of decisions, but because they make those decisions together, That's they the never have to be need. alone wandering the streets of Vermillion exactly. by themselves. So is this perfect friendship? I Because I will say at the very end of Broad City, like they actually split up. They, Abby moves to Colorado to pursue her art. And then Alana stays in New York and it, but is going to go to grad school to finally become a therapist. So like you do get the sense that it does, it almost says exactly what we're saying. Like they kind of need to be apart to grow probably, but they still like the last scene is like them calling and it's like, well, since the last time I talked to you, I went to sleep, I woke up, I got a coffee, and now we're talking. Like, they still are in Need constant, that dependency. Uh, Sean and Gusto worked together, lived together, grew up together. Every waking minute, minute is together. I watched uh, at three episodes yeah. of the show, and at no point was either of them in a scene without the other one. Yeah, it's, um, I just, the thing I love about Sean and Gus is just the second I watch because I rewatched the pilot too, just to be like, okay, remind me kind of how this how this works. And and I know we were in we were discussing like, does he? He does. Does he know within the? He's like he's like Sean. What's going on? I told the cops that I'm a psychic and you're in on this. Yeah, and he, right. And, and Gus just goes, yeah, all right. Uh, no, I love my, that too. They're both so like, ride or die. There's no, there is no hesitation. There is no like at somebody's like this is kind of a dumb idea. But he's not like, we're not doing this. He's just like, mm-hmm. well, this is kind of one of the dumber ideas we've had. But nonetheless, like, he's like, let's roll yeah. with it. Like, so I think I, man, I just. Where are you at this one? This is the, one of the toughest ones I've ever dealt with on this show. Well, I think pointing out the codependency thing is, is, is altering my view on this. Certainly a little bit. Cause yeah, they, I mean, they're very, like you said, they are very similar. I feel like I want to. Nick, here's where I'm at. I'm I gonna think, tell you this okay. right now. I am so torn that I'm probably going to go with the opposite of whatever you say, just because I don't know. I don't know, man. I think here's what I think if I, if I game it out and I kind of think about these people as they like, what, what do their lives look like? My big, I actually do believe that Abby and Alana get their shit together. And like Abby at least becomes some kind of artist on some level, maybe like a graphic designer working for something. I think Alana does become a therapist I do think that they, that their friendship, they remain intact. I think they probably like move to California eventually together. I think that as they grow up, I think they just, it gets even deeper. With Sean and Gus, my concern is that like, because they're, like you said, they are so on top of each other mm-hmm. that I don't know how a spouse or a partner or even I don't like think a, it happens. another life, like it's like their lives are so wrapped around each other that you get concerned that anything could just like that anyone trying to get into that it's useless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm looking at Abby and Alana. I think, I think they I, actually, I think they become real people at some point. I think what we see is them in their twenties having a great time and great. It's great. I love it. Every second of it. But I yeah. think at the in there, there's true friendship that is real. Right. I do. I agree with like, I, I think so too. I, so I'm with you here. Sean and ah, man, the only, I just, 
Sean Gus is tough because I just, man, I want to solve, I want to solve mysteries with you, buddy. Dude, I would love to solve some mysteries. That's and I can, all I yeah. want to do is, is go. I got a mystery, right? Who ran into my fence? I need you here. We got to figure out who ran their car into my fence and broke it. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to Sioux Falls. Well, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of that evidence is probably cold now, but we'll, we'll find something. <laughs> we'll find something. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they, hopefully yet. in the dirt, in the, in the, you know, the skid marks that they left in the dirt track or whatever. I really hope they use some type of foreign tire. That's, that's all. That's the rare, man. I've only sold three sets of these in the whole city, man. Perfect. Here's the list. Cause that's how it works on all the other shows. And it's yeah. pretty easy. So as long as we got, they like looked like, no, those are just Firestones. Those are winter Firestones. I don't, they should have taken them off by now. All right, let's, so we're going to move Abby and Alana on where they will go up against JD and Turk. Definitely a best friends that we do see, you know, once again, they met in college first day roommate. Mm -hmm. yep. And where we see them end is, you know, they're probably knocking on, they're knocking on 40 probably at that point. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they're, I mean, they both have their separate lives, but they're still involved in each other's. They work in two, they actually moved. He's in like JD's, you know, 30 minutes away or something. You make a big deal. It's like, it's not that far. And you kind of realize like, yeah, 30 minutes away from your friend can actually be a lot farther than you think it is. A lot further than you want. But then they show like that they overcome it. They make every time an obstacle is presented, they make it work. And I also like, especially when like Carla, like Jay, like when Turk and Carla start their thing, JD is, isn't, you would assume he'd be kind of like petulant and be like, where's all my attention? But he's like, that's so dope. My homie got a dope, a dope chick, man. Mm -hmm. I'm so That's the kind of him. support I love to see. You know, so it's like every level where you think they would do something that like kind of demonstrates that they're a little bit toxic. They rarely do that. It's always the most supportive. I think the thing with Scrubs is, is that at the end of the day, when you break it all down, Scrubs is a very realistic show. Right. And the relationships are very real and they seem real. Abby and Alana's relationship is out of control. I know that's the point, yeah. but it's, it's absurd. The, sh the shenanigans they get into is absurd. Do you think there's something about, cause you and I, let's be honest, we're, we're, we're small, we're small town boys. We mm -hmm. are, we yep. are not, we are not city mice. We are small town. We are small town boys. There is a part of me that watches it, knowing that it's based in New York, that I truly watch that thing. I'm like, I don't even think this is the craziest shit happening in New York. <laughs> I agree with you. You sometimes. know, like sometimes you'll part... see shit in the background. And you're like, I wonder what's going on back there. That seems wild. Yeah. Like that would be like, if that, if their story is set in like Cincinnati, I'm like, this is too much for Cincinnati would have kicked yes. them out collectively. They would have voted in, in an election. Like, we got to remove Abby and Alana. They're destroying this town slowly. But there's <laughs> something about it being in New York that every time I watch, I'm like, that's very plausible. Like, it yeah, feels no, they're, very they're you're like fucking tripping out of their mind, r racing bikes down the middle of the street. and No one bats an eye. Yeah. You're like fucking New York, baby. <laughs> Get it, baby. Okay. Here's my. So there is something that uh, there is a big negative that I have for Scrubs. The yes. between JD and Turk mm -hmm. that I, I it has to be brought up. It is it is shown that Turk does hook up with at the time it's either JD's girlfriend or definitely someone that JD is interested in, and he does do that to him and lies for decades about it. Yes, at the same time, you also have the the thing where JD is ends up hooking up with the lawyer. <laughs> who is trying to basically take away Turk's medical license. Yes. Yeah, they let so, their, their wieners get in the way. And I don't it, think a boy would ever become between Abby and Alana. I think Alana would cut them. 
Right. Like legitimately, if you were a boy trying to split up that friendship, I would run. Just a lot of get you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like it's just not going to go down. It's yeah. Whatever you're. And I don't, th- well, and I do think that they like, I do feel like they're also like so into such different dudes anyway. Oh yeah. But yeah, I feel like they're in a world where like one of them had hooked up with another person's either partner or whatever. I feel like they would just solve it with violence against each other and then like be fine with it. Mm-hmm. We do see that JD holds it in for years a against decade. Turk. A damn near decade. <laughs> and then, and then we find, and then also Turk holds it against JD and they like, they keep being like, nah, man, we're guys. It's fine. It's guys stuff. Like we no, you can you can hook up with whoever. It doesn't matter. But like Turk keeps like aggressively punching JD every time. He's like, "How you doing, buddy?" Yeah, I swear I'm at. I it, it might sound sacrilegious, but I think if we assume Abby and Lana remain friends, they go their separate ways and they grow up a little bit. I think that is the best friends. I think they are it. I, They've I, been I, through I, so much with each other, and they're and they are ride or they're truly ride or die. I don't worry about you hooking up with anyone I want to hook up, like my wife. Or yeah. my, uh, if I was getting sued, I don't think you'd hook up with a lawyer unless we had a very elaborate scheme that involved you hooking up with a lawyer in order to get evidence to, you know, well, right. I'm tra- that I, old I'm, chestnut, that old chestnut. Yeah, that old that old one, you know, where <laughs> when at that point we'd have to get Kellyanne in on it and be like, hey, I got to go seduce this yeah, lawyer. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and if it doesn't work and then we get up, we'll get Kellyanne to seduce them. It's a whole thing. It's all. Yeah, it becomes a whole thing. Yeah, because I, obviously, if Nick can't seduce the lawyer, she must be into women. That's all. That's got to be that, what it is. I am. It's raw magnetism on this side. You know what it is? Like, it's just hard not people just like that charisma. It's just too much. No one's been able to deny it except for, I don't know, a couple girls, a couple women. But they were also probably gay. Like you said, they were probably just gay. So it's got to be it. It's got to be it. Had to be it. <laughs> I really don't want that to become my ongoing persona. That it's like, nah, man. I've never met a girl who wasn't into me. If they were, if they weren't, gay. <laughs> Had to be, dude. Had, Had to, to be, be, dude. How could you not want the show? I mean, it is tough because we do know that, like, we do know JD and Turk are so right and die. Like, also, and that they are so supportive. But I do like, I do like the, and I know it's not fair to base it on like what we don't know about them. But I really. I really want to say, I hope Abby and a I hope that though, like those two yeah. actresses, here's, here's I want them to make the new golden girls. Like I want to see these characters, Abby and Alana's characters in 30 years. Yeah. They might do old it. broad what, city. This is what I do like too about Abby and Alana. They are struggling. They are making no money. They're in and out of employment. They're all over the place at the end of the day. JD and Turk are doctors. So yeah, they have a lot on their plate, but money is not a problem. And if no. money's not a problem, a lot of other stuff can not be a problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, you, they yeah, are- When you're broke at the, when you're at the bottom, you know who your real friends are, you know? And they're, they're right there with, with each other. Yeah. Yeah, you, that's how you know definitively they're never going away. Because like, no, we've been at the bottom. Yeah. Like, so I, we- I'm, I'm not getting in Abby and Alana. I know it's wild. We, for the record, people listening, we reenacted pictures from Scrubs that they used to do for our wedding pictures. Me Evil. and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's it. I, I, ah, man, as much as I wanted to, I really, I I don't think, I didn't want to come into this with like a mindset. I I, I really was like really pro Abby and a lot. I was like, I'm really glad we pushed them. I'm every time I watched them, I was so happy about it. I don't think, I don't think I can give up on JD and Turk. So I think we got to take this to the, I think we got to take this to the coin. Yeah. We'll settle the only way we know how then the American voting coin of 2004 is brought to you by random dot or low seed gets to call it. It's going to be you with the seven seeds. So where do you, what do you want to do? Got George Bush facing up John Kerry on the other side. (sighs) I'm going to go with John Kerry because I think both Abby and Alana do not care for Bush and they'd be upset at me if I picked him. Do you think that, but they would party with Bush though. 
Like if it happens, oh, if they're fuck like, yeah, they would. They turn out like they're like, out hey, of hey, bar. you know, Bush got that good coke too. Oh, he, dog, that's all he does. It's all, all he right. does. All right, we'll flip. John, John Kerry. All right, all right. I mean, there JD and Turk are true friends too. I get it. They are. No, I, hey, I'm. I can live with this. Mm. I'm. I'm happy about the outcome overall. I think that this. I think we were fair in our assessments. But I, I couldn't okay. go down not swinging for our boy. All right, yeah, Abby and Lana win. So Abby and Lana are on the boat. Are on the boat. Let's Congratulations. Go, you know, just don't sink it. And maybe don't hook up with everybody on the boat. There's Sith Lords on the boat. Yeah, and sir, do not tempt them. <laughs> do not tempt them with your ways. Do not. You're going to want to. We get it. You cannot do that. Please do not do that. Yeah, please. Oh, uh, man. Well, this was this was a great one. Thank you once again to Bailey for recommending this. Thank you to all the motorboaters who gave us suggestions, but shame on all of you too for not suggesting Tenacious D. Yeah, as, that was oversight. As best friends, I was I was a little upset. Now, like you said, I'm like, we really didn't have Tenacious D up in this? Like we really, come on, do better. We all got to do better. And that's the point. And that's the point of living. That's why we do the show. But thank you again. Shout out to Abby and Lana for their championship. Thank you all for listening. If you want to help out your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend. Tell your best friend. Go to your best friend and be like, hey, listen to these best friends. Do you stack up? Does our friendship stack up? And if your friendship does or does not stack up, let us know. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea or you just want to yell at Nick about friendship, Email us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. We got a new season coming up on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Luna. See you on the boat.